to Collision Cast, the official podcast of Fender Bender Magazine, helping collision repair shop owners make money, save money, and work smarter. I'm Fender Bender editor Todd Quartermeyer. In this episode, I'm joined by Jeremy Winters, content creator for AccuDraft and a former collision repair painter with many years of expertise. Jeremy discusses the merits of direct versus indirect heating, which is more efficient, and what owners need to know about staying up to date when it comes to heating their paint foods. Stay tuned for more episodes featuring Jeremy in the coming months as he shares his expertise on some of the most important topics in painting. And now, here's our conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Collision Cast. I'm joined today by Jeremy Winters from AccuDraft. We're going to be talking about uh, some issues related to uh, paint booths, painting, and uh, things that owners need to know about that entire realm of uh, what is a very important aspect of the repair process. Uh, for those of you who don't know Jeremy, um, I'd like to you know just have you give me a little background about uh, you know what you've done before, what you do now, and um, you know, give us the whole spiel. Sure thing, man. Well, uh, glad to be on the podcast. I appreciate the opportunity to come on here. Uh, name's Jeremy Winters. I have spent roughly the better part of 20 years inside a booth painting, doing collision and restoration. Uh, master certified through Exalta. Absolutely love the industry. Love the direction it's gone, the history of it, and, and just the evolution of it. It's, it's something about taking something mangled and making it awesome. You know, just, just that transformation of it. It's an art form. It really is. Um Lo and behold, a couple of years ago, you know, the chemicals started messing with me a little bit, and I knew I had to make a change. Went back, got a, uh, got my degree, and AccuDraft came along, and now I handle all digital marketing, content creation, stuff like that for them. Uh, so a bunch of the ads and stuff, I work with, uh, work with our company within to, to help create them. Um, some of the tech articles and stuff, I work with different painters across the nation, uh, just going through, just trying to help people. That's the biggest thing. Highlighting those shops who are using our our booths in them uh, that have been using them for a long time, our new customers and whatnot. I like being able to go through and highlight those guys who are the end user because ultimately the customer has the biggest say of, of what they have and you know being able to bring in more people. So I love what I do, being able to help help folks through AccuDraft. I've done it before with a podcast that I had with Booth Talk, and it's great just being able to give back. Well, fantastic. Hopefully we'll uh, help some folks out today with uh, the first topic here we're going to be discussing is uh, direct versus indirect heating. Now, um, maybe just to kick it off, you could give us, um, you know, what kind of the breakdown is of the pros and cons of both and, you know, which one's more efficient and, you know, kind of what uh, listeners out there need to know about, you know, these two different ways of heating. Gotcha. So you've got the main two versions that you've got here are direct versus indirect, what you what you just said. Uh, the indirect fire is basically what you used to have. You know, it's, it's basically works uh, using oil and a firebox and whatnot, trying to uh, blast the heat into the booth. It's not really as controllable as it is today with a direct fire unit. Uh, I'll just go into a couple different things of them. Uh, some of the <clears throat> the, the indirect fire, you know, we used it for a number of years in the industry. Uh, it was actually standard for a number of years in the industry because as everything, things evolve, things change. Um, they utilize gas, oil. They've got a heat chamber, uh, basically heats up the booth. Um, because of the heat, uh, the heaters, you know, it's got to heat the entire chamber before sending it into the booth itself. And it kind of, you can't regulate the temperature as well because of the fact of you're, you're heating the chamber. And you've got to wait for that whole thing to cool back down. And, and, you know, before it'll actually regulate that temperature back down in the booth, you know, so if you're heating up a giant metal box, obviously it's going to take a little bit longer to, to regulate the temperature on that. Um, 
the older setups like that, you know, they're, they're only running about 75, 80% heating efficiency on those uh, because of how it takes to regulate everything. Um, it depends on entirely what your, what, you know, the temperature degrees that you're getting to in the chamber, getting into the booth and whatnot. And that's why it also takes, like I said, you know, such a long time for it to go uh, up and down in temperature to regulate it. Um, just talking on direct fire, that is basically now industry standard. Um, you're using natural gas, you're using propane, uh, stuff like that. Uh, it is the standard. Um, going through with that, uh, the chamber is now directly connected to the booth. Um, it's a faster heating process. Uh, everything occurs at once rather than heating a chamber before the booth. It's actually heating the air as it's moving through into the booth. Um, this way, you know, you know, with direct fire heating, uh, you're creating very little waste. You know, not a lot of resources are being wasted on this, and you're actually having a 90 to 100 uh, percent heating efficiency on that. So again, whenever you're dealing with, you know, just talk about in the uh, in the winter time, for example, you know, you're wanting to save money where you can, and obviously, if you're not having, you want to have a higher, like like painting a car, you're wanting a higher transfer efficiency whenever you're spraying with a gun. Uh, it's the same thing with heating. You're wanting to get higher efficiency on that, so you're not just blowing money out the uh, out the exhaust filters, basically. So um, with a direct fire, they're a lot easier to to adjust the temperature and whatnot uh, because of the fact that you're literally directly heating the air that's going straight into the booth rather than having to heat up a giant box. So direct fire now, propane, natural gas is pretty much the way to go, and it is industry standard. So indirect heating is sort of the older technology that's on its way out. It it, it is, but I mean, you still have people who, you know, some of them don't have access to natural gas and propane, and and they want to use that. And there are applications out there, you know, we still we still have a version of the indirect heat, you know, for those customers who actually request it. So, there, if there's a will, there's a way. You know, there's there's a customer base for it, and that's not not a problem whatsoever. However, we try to advise people it's not as efficient. So. So if you have one of those indirect setups, what are, are are there some ways that you can you know make it more efficient? You can you know kind of bring it along, you know, bring it a little more up to date. Uh, going through on that, you know, the the biggest thing is if you're wanting to bring it up to date, it's it's like anything else. You know, it's, you've got to have retrofitting done, um, like what we do with you know, some of the older booths. And, and what I tell people is, uh, is through some of the messages, I had you know just use this. I had one last week actually. A guy said told me he said my booth itself, the cabin itself, is in great condition. It's 20 years old. He goes, but these mechanicals on it are wearing down. I'm constantly having to do this, this, this. It was a number of different things. He was just having problems with the mechanicals. Can you guys put in a new AMU, an air makeup unit? And absolutely, we do those retrofits all the time. It's something that pretty much any shop needs to look at if they're wanting to get more efficient on stuff is, is where can you spend money to make money? Where can you be more efficient at? And on, on those, you know, changing over from an indirect to a direct fire, uh, getting into your AMU setup, that is absolutely something that can be done. Uh, and honestly, I feel that everybody should. Uh, I have painted in a <laughs> in an indirect setup, and I've also spent majority of my career, you know, doing direct fire setups, uh, painting in them. And I can tell you from a production aspect of somebody who spent many years in the booth, direct fire is the way to go. It's it's much easier to service. It's a quicker change out, and you're good to go. So if you are retrofitting an old booth, is that uh, still a more cost efficient way of getting to a direct fire system rather than you know an entirely new system? Uh, again, you know, I will say that it all depends on the area because some people, you know, again, some people don't have access to it, and uh, you know, 
that's fine. Some some may be limited to that. Um, one thing that we do is we try to send somebody out there to actually see your setup to see you know what you've got access to in the area because obviously if you don't have access to it, there's no sense in selling you something and trying to get you to buy something that you're, that's not going to be beneficial to you. It's it's bad for business. It's bad for everybody. There's no sense in doing it. Um, but we try to send somebody out there to check out and see what your setup is, how we can help out, and if it's going to be efficient for you. And, and that's the way that we try to go about things. You mentioned there are some applications um, that work with indirect heating. What are some of those where you know it's perfectly fine you, know, you still get the same results? Uh, whenever you're dealing, it's just dealing with people who who are just in areas where they don't have have the access to the natural gas or to the uh, to the propane and whatnot. Um, I've come across them personally and dealing with through social media. There's been probably about five or six since I've been uh, handling AccuDraft social media that have come in and told me just straightforward, hey, I do not have access to this. Do you, I want to use gas or I want to use oil? You know, do you have options for that? Uh, yes, we do. Um, I do not recall off offhand where the locations were, but they were in the U.S. So I do know that they come across and there are, there are people out there who, who actually look for that. So looking at um, the latest in direct heating, you know, what is sort of the current technology that's, you know, getting these booths heated, you know, super efficiently, super quickly? And, you know, kind of what is the future of the technology look like? The future of the technology is, is basically exactly how it has been, uh, has been slowly evolving with. You know, the biggest thing is that you're trying to control a flame. You know, the, the longer you can have full control over the flame, the better off you're going to be. Being able to raise temperature up to get to your baking temperature faster, uh, being able to cool off the booth, you know, other than just uh, other than just throwing the doors open to, to help cool a booth down after you get done. Um, it's not the way to do it. Um, but they're, they're, the evolution of everything is basically just getting into how much more accurate can we be with controlling the flame. Um trying to get into that you know there's been some talk and some stuff that i've seen online over the past number of years whenever i was painting of uh, people wanting to put you know the the ir lamps you know within the booth and whenever you start looking at the cost of everything is by the time you get the get the lamps in there and you see the cost of it while it might be fine for going through you know using some smaller uh, some smaller cars you know and some people have the the tracking system for uh, for for the the IR lamps that are uh, going across the car after it's been baked and when they work it's fine but they only fit to a certain size and there's not really a one size fits all and that's where getting into gas heating and stuff that really kind of that kind of helps propel everything because you get into the high cost of things. You're going to get, you know, getting into the lamps. Now you're looking into the uh, the electric cost of everything, and that's one place where gas has always reigned king. On that is just in terms of, of cost efficiency on that. So getting into how many lamps are you going to have to use if you want to retrofit a booth to actually act as a bake using heat lamps. Well, we all know just some of the by our experiences, you know, <laughs> the, the, how dangerous some of the heat lamps can be, especially if they're not monitored or whatnot. Um, but the, the technology is there. You know, the technology has come about with some of them for being able to go through and actually sense the temperatures and whatnot on the surface. We uh, we work with some of those as well. Um, and it's absolutely awesome where that's going. But right now, the cost efficiency of being able to do something like that isn't where it needs to be. 
and and I feel for a long time it's still going to be going strictly through gas and how well can we control the flame and how well can we keep everything insulated because obviously you're going to be keeping being able to hold in more heat on a on an insulated booth on like a dual skin booth with insulation in the middle rather than a single skin you know a single skin doesn't have any insulation on the outside and it's going to dissipate that heat a whole lot faster rather than help hold it in so on you getting into getting into that that's when you get into another subject of which is more cost efficient dual skin versus single skin but it's 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 all relative to what the shop needs got it um anything else any final thoughts or i guess you know things that listeners really need to understand about this topic before we wrap up uh well i mean just just you know i didn't hit on a couple of the advantage points of the direct fire and uh and the some of the disadvantages and whatnot um uh, so we'll we'll hit the bad part first disadvantages of direct fi- uh direct fire heaters um it can add carbon dioxide into the air and it's basically it, it requires ventilation you know it requires extra ventilation for the open air um, but a lot of the advantages of it, you know, it's going to quicken the paint process because of the fact of what I said earlier. You know, you're you're heating it up faster. You're getting it to that baking point, that surface temp that you need, whether it's 140, 150, whatever it was. Uh, 140 seems to be the most popular uh, for X amount of time and then being able to cool it down quickly. Uh, it's less expensive because it has lower maintenance costs. Uh, also, it creates a higher BTU, the amount of heat in smaller units. Um, also, it's just it's got an extremely high efficiency rate as it is the way it's designed. So it's uh, it's just one of those things to consider. You know, the guys with the indirect heat, you know, yes, it's got, you know, it's got clean air, but it's and it's good for shops with small spaces. Um, but you're also looking at a higher purchasing and operating costs because of the, you're adding gas, you're adding oil, uh, and it's not nearly as efficient, you know, as a, as a heating source as to going through with just regular natural gas or and being propane. Uh, propane being direct fire excellent well thanks so much jeremy for joining us and we will talk to you next time not a problem talk to you soon